Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live on a Monday evening. Once again, we um, decided to push it out to Monday. Um, a few tough. Um, Tough games or tough moments after the afternoon game yesterday. Probably not in an emotional state to record, being Warriors fans. But we're chipper right now. We've moved on. We The season's over. And now we can think about all the possibilities of next season coming at us live from the venue of this week's um, collection of between 15 and 20 uh, 34 to 40-year-old males, um, 72 hours on a bender. Jack Muir, former Hong Kong uh, board member and one-test thunderino. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Um, I actually thought it was a pretty disappointing weekend of league, to be honest. Um, obviously, the Storm Raiders game was pretty high-level football, but other than that, God, our game's been shit this year. Can't disagree with that. Um, we'll get into the round, the wrap of the round. I just wanted to start with Sean Lane. Um, now, I've you mean the pubic hair, the rugby league equivalent of a pubic hair. Now, I'm going to change his nickname. Um, have you seen this cunt lately? Like, excuse oh. my French, but the moustache now has completed the look. Um, he's grown. He's in that awkward in-between phase of when you decide to grow your hair long, you have to commit to it, and you're really going to cop it for two months. It's just going to look shit. So what Lane's done is he's doubled down on the shit look, and he's got a wispy little moustache. Now, I can't I can't decide if he's just a real poor excuse of a security guard, because he, he could definitely get a gig as a security guard because of his height and his imposing frame. Or he's just one of those guys. He's not the main drug dealer, but he might operate the pill press. So he's your Carl Williams. Paramedic ill one. Yeah, your, your paramedic ill pill press. He's doing that after hours. And he's just that tall guy that people often wonder, um, you know, if you're tall, you're much, much more likely to succeed, aren't you? The taller you are, the more likely you are to succeed. It's, it's, it's mentally, what, life? Yeah, it's a mental... Nah, a, bullshit. Really? Nah, big tall guy. That's small man syndrome. Nah, probably I, Hitler. In terms, they sort of make up for their shortcomings of height in terms of power. Yes, but there's stuff very few and far between, aren't they? Okay, who's the tall, tallest president going around? I would say... I'd probably say ScoMo. Nah, ScoMo's yes. Yeah. Actually, that's something... If you could write into uh, underscore... Imran Khan. Imran Khan. And tell us who is the tall... Yeah, he'd be up there. He was nice. He'd be six, six two, two six wouldn't three. he? Slingy action. I mean, when Yao Ming takes over the People's Republic of China, you couldn't beat that. What? Oh, actually, how, how tall is Arnie? But he's not present. But good question on... Um, Arnie would be 6'6". Six, six. 
Yeah, on Imran Khan, did I send you through his list of um, conquests on the female football field? Oh, the, the, he was just a huge stick man back in this Cambridge. Well, wasn't he? He it was yeah. like they were quite famous. Yeah, supermodels like yeah. beautiful looking man. Still right now, is he still with Jemima Khan? No, I think so. I think she had a bit of the halal. No, so he's geez, an interesting character, isn't he? Um, yeah, it's doing great things. Well, had too much acne, didn't he, Scars? Mm, but um, they're just quite big, aren't they? They're always they're more muscular than the Indians, aren't they? The Pakistanis up there get more altitude up in that Khyber Pass area. Mm. Um, so back to Sean Lane, got, you know, how is that a story? That poor, no, I, I don't like Sean Lane, I don't like anything about Sean Lane, I did feel sorry for him the other day, just got a picture of him, who decided, who's the prick? I want that prick to out themselves, a year later, someone's like, I reckon the Daily Telegraph are like going, right boys, there's no news today, open the black envelope, and they're like, ooh. And it's just all the dodgy Mad Monday photos. And I reckon they play Mad Monday roulette. And they're going to pull out a, a story, pull out a photo, and write a story about it. Because they need one more for the deadline. And someone sent in a Sean Lane holding up a bag um, on last year's Mad Monday. A no story. But the Daily Telegraph have turned it into something. And it's a week. It's basically Lane now. He's copped a fine. The poor bastard's copped like a 20,000. Man, what are we? Fined by the Eels, $17,500 for doing that. Well, to be honest, I thought that was actually... It was interesting that there wasn't much of a um, uh, punishment there, really. You, I mean, I was surprised he didn't get... I mean, what is worse, that or doing a bubbler? God, look at the state of him. He just looked like an alien when he held it up on that picture, though, didn't he? And he's calling it a joke gone wrong. So he's... Fucking hell. Seriously? Does he honestly think he's holding up a bag of icing sugar? Well, I was... I mean, that's a, more of a disgrace to me, not only up to it. Yeah. <clears throat> I was at a I was at a party, I would say, circa 2010. It was a big media agency, and it was a dress-up party. And it was a bloody good party. And it ended up playing indoor cricket at about 10.30. It'd been there quite early. And... Um, a mate of mine, actually, who was batting and smashed it into a light and the light broke. It was a brand new building, one of the big media agencies showing off. And that pretty much sort of scuttled um, our fun. And we got out of there before we got in trouble. But later on that night, um, the party had continued into the small hours. And in the morning of 8 a.m. Monday, a couple of people were called into a room and they were showed footage of them doing lines on the receptionist's desk. Wow. And they said, because they were dressed up like rock stars, they were just doing icing sugar, just as just showing off to each other as Prop a laugh. Based. Prop based. Yeah, and they couldn't prove them wrong, and but nothing happened. It's, oh yeah, how could you? Yeah, unless you'd, oh, what I'd do if I was a smart ass, I'd go and dab the uh, receptionist. You'd still have entrails. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, fine. We're going to get one of those little <laughs> droppers. We're going to take a forensic drug test. Thank you very much. You've got the Take chance to own up to If it. you did find icing sugar, though, wouldn't you? Oof, yeah. Faking based. Um, but I mean, that's actually more dangerous these days. The fucking crap they bring to those world's biggest morning teas—they're full of sugar. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> so are you are you all about maybe the world's biggest bump? 
and so everyone in Australia, like that well, time in New productivity Zealand. Would, productivity would <laughs> really move up that Friday, wouldn't it? Compared to these fuck, oh, unless they bring sausage rolls, they can fuck off. The sick days that, you know, had, I made a combat these six day, sick days and maybe bring some productivity back to the nation as the world's biggest bump. And, yeah. you know, the, the, the sound. Do you think if you're walking past, you know, a, a, a busy city street with the world's biggest bump, you just hear an almighty... Like from the just outside in the building, based. yeah. Because apparently that um, this like that, that that once in New Zealand they wanted to do the world's biggest crunch. When did you do that? When everyone <laughs> ate an apple at the a same crunchy, time, like a crunchy bar. No, it was an apple. You're supposed no. to bite into an really? apple at three o five. What was it raising money for? Um, I'm Great. gonna say apples and colon cancer. What no. it, did, did it reverberate around the nation? Apparently, it, it registered on the. Um, what's the seismograph? What's the. Um, yeah. Richter scale. Yeah. Sorry, Richter yeah. scale. Yeah, it was like a 1.2. Quote. <laughs> Why don't you do like the world's biggest hit and just get one of the smallest boats to play bull rush and everyone has to take them out at the same time? Is there anything better than when the microphones are turned up like a little bit louder and. Maybe maybe it's like a Sydney cricket ground um, game on a Sunday afternoon, and you just hear that hit that that Jared Warrior Hargrave slap hit when you just hear the hit and he you just is oh he's a very good aggressive he is in you know okay guys I said this before Steve Maddow retired but I think I'm going to say it for Warrior Hargraves enjoy the rest of his career because you're not going to see. A sort of an aggressive style mm. football like him go around for a while. He's he's the vice captain of the All Aggression Thirteen, and I don't think I think he a captain for life, and he will never General. be overtaken as Joseph B J Lua. Um, young Paul Gallen was very aggressive, but I just what about like, he, he's uh, mellowed, hasn't he? He has. What about like uh, Anthony Watts? Was like not necessarily a good player. Um, no, I don't think he deserves to get a mention. Anthony Watts is a myth. Like he was tough and he's a bikey maybe after he played, but he was innocuous apart from the Robbie Farrow um, fight. I, I thought you were going to say the, Anthony Watmo, and he was a very aggressive yeah, player. Quote: I preferred that darker um, Anthony guy that played for the Eels and the Cowboys. Mitchell, Anthony Mitchell. Yeah, I liked him. Mm, we played Roosters, Eels, Cowboys. Well, yeah, and Indigenous All-Stars. Queenslander. Indigenous All-Stars. Um, right. Speaking of which, Bo Scott? Aggressive? Well, nah. Yeah, what? Oh, Hodges was. Hodges was. Yes. I was going to say Bo Scott, Jeremy Smith. Jeremy Smith, definitely. Neville Costigan. Neville Costigan. That, that back row for the Dragons. That was a likable dragon side, wasn't it? Twenty ten. Yeah. yeah, they they had a nice yeah, array of sort of blokes. They had a Ben mix. Hornby as a, a five eight. God, Jamie Gaz Sauer had a good there, year, wasn't he? He'd come well, back from Eurogaz. Did Gaz come back the year after they won the comp? Or did he win the comp? No, he won the comp. He, he came comp. back uh, with his Eurogaz number plate. Yeah, gee, oh, I mean, I just take your word that that's actually true. What is? He's the type of bloke that would do it, wouldn't it? Potentially. Have you seen uh, that Twitter um, uh, that Twitter account called Things Braith Sees? 
Yeah, ship ship breaks ship breaks. Yeah, ship breaks. Yeah, yeah, good to hear. Yeah. What an idiot! It's it's brilliant. It's my second favorite after Caesar's Palace. What's that? <laughs> Just Raiders chat. Oh, oh that <laughs> one, yeah. Caesar. It's about yeah. Caesar. Um, he's playing good footy. He's he's taken over. Hasn't he? But I always knew he had it in him. The Turkish prince. Yeah. Why the hell do they keep going with fucking Sam Williams? Because he's so fucking good. Rounds one to six. He he blows yeah. you away every year. Is this amazing coaching by Stuart? Just getting rid of him at the right time. Uh, talk about recruitment. Has a club recruited better in the last five years than the Canberra Raiders? Um, Roosters? I mean, they just take the pick whoever they want and just buy them, right? Yeah, I think the Roosters probably is the obvious choice because I've landed your big names, your Tedesco's. I mean, um, Angus Crichton's a big name. Kronk. Yeah. Angus Crichton, the difference between him starting and um, coming off the bench is enormous. He's he's regained my trust in the last three or four weeks. He's well, you say he's better than Cam Murray all of a sudden. No, I don't. I think Murray's probably ahead of him, but I don't think there's as much in it as I thought maybe yeah, 10 a few weeks ago. Yeah, quite. Um, okay, well, speaking of the Roosters, I kind of had this thought that they, mid-season, that they just didn't have the desire and they didn't have the... Were they going to get up for it? And then I was trying to sort of analyse or look too hard at their team and pick holes at them, but... You know, every team has... You can pick holes in every team in this competition. Yep. They are cruising, and they are just putting guys... They're just having fun. They are chopping guys up. And they started slow, and the Warriors just couldn't... The Warriors had a few chances. They could have been, you know, up maybe 12 points at one stage. And then when the Roosters came out from half time, only 12-6 up, they were just having a party, weren't they? Yeah, they looked good on that. Uh, oh, I mean, SCG is actually starting to... I'm starting to like it again. I love it. Play it during the day on a Sunday. It's actually not a bad ground. It's a 2 o'clock ground on a Sunday or a yep. 3 o'clock ground Saturday. Good. Do you know it's the first time the Warriors have ever played it? Wow, what a stat that is. And gee, didn't we let ourselves down? Yep, certainly did. Uh, yeah, we did. Fuck. But I mean, that ha- Jared Beal injury didn't help like with all the... Dummy half debacles we're having. It was 12-6 um, at half-time. Oh, no. Fuck. Did you see Isaac Lutz tweet, though? He tweeted to some Tigers guy that he would be there in a yes. heartbeat. He, he, he's yeah. still got football left in him. Yeah, he'd... A fit Isaac Lutz, he's still got another... of 2020. Sorry? Not a full year. He's not going to give you a full year. I think he's got one to two years left in him. Wow. But maybe Madge would take him based on the Kiwi connection. I mean, he'd be he'd be giving him a he'd get him on a cheap deal, that's for sure. Yeah, quite. I mean, Madge is all of a sudden Madge isn't going to make the eight, and then all of a sudden, is he a good? No, 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 don't, don't, don't give me that. Don't, don't even start. Is he a good? Madge is a quality coach. We're dealing now. This is not this is not new to legal counsel. Discussing the the, the Tigers like um, strength of their squad. It's a terrible squad. Yeah, I know, it's pretty bad. But I thought Madge might be able to get them up. Like, is it that much worse than Eels? Yeah, it is actually. Eels got a few stars. Uh, as in Sivo and yeah. Ferguson for one. Yeah. And, and who's their best forward in the Eels? Probably um, Mo, Neocore. Nathan Brown. Yeah, Nathan Brown quite. Um, 
but they actually, they've got a pretty average full. I'm going to get to the eels. I'm going to hold my powder dry. What I did want to say, just in the Tigers, do you think we are actually, now 2019, do you think there's a real gulf of talent in the competition? I feel like the talent yes. is so, I don't know if it's more evenly distributed or, or if it's just pointed at the top three or four teams or if we just it's don't have that there. much talent. It's not there. Let's go, let's go through some rosters again. You know, the Titans... I think the Dragons actually have a really decent roster that you'd call top six most years, but they just haven't been able to get fit. I think I still think the Knights have only got a handful of decent players. I think the Warriors have only got a handful of decent players. They're a poor, poor overarching squad. I think the Cowboys, again, a couple of like two to four good players. Jesus and sort of McGuire sort of give you a false sense of security, don't they? And your man Michael Morgan just can't, he can't carry a team like other players just in another level above him can. I mean, did we just witness a freak six, eight weeks from Michael Morgan two years ago? Is that all his career is going to boil down to? Because there's more evidence of Michael Morgan being an average player than there is being the superstar that he was. And geez, I, I, look, I still think he's got it. I mean, he's shown so, an origin he can do it. But we need to see more from Michael Morgan next year. Yeah, definitely. And who have they bought? i tell you who they're going to get. Valentine Holmes, because he's not making any NFL what? roster this year. And he almost turns into the top eight team straight away. No doubt about it. He, yeah. Back into last year, last 10 rounds, best player on the planet, wasn't he? Playing fullback. He was, actually. When yeah. Flanagan resisted playing him fullback all year. Um, yeah, I just, I just looked at some of those squads, and I was just, again, even the Eels, I guess they're sitting six, you can't argue, but it's not a good six. There's a... In the past, we've had really good teams being 8th and ninth. That's a shit team to finish 6th when you go through their list. Yeah, um, I, I guess it comes down to how much you actually rate fucking uh, Gutherson. Although, you know, Waka Blake, Waka Blake was a good buy for them. Really and, good. You know, they've done better out of that than Panthers have. Well, and this is frustrating. Call us Kiwis, call us homers, call us what you want. But... I saw last year Dallin Latini Zelezniak play fullback at the end for Penrith and play fullback for the Kiwis, and he was unbelievable. And I've What's never been the dogs? I've never been a fan. Prior never to you? No, I never rated him. Oh, you, you always thought he was a bit, he was a bit of a tough um, Latter Day Saint in the back of a tackle. He was fiery. He's an aggressive. He's an he's an all aggressive team. Yeah, quite. It would be. Um, and then the, the the Panthers all need to look this up. But how many games he played fullback this year? He played at, at the most two, two or three. three. And so, okay, he got pissed off. And the way that he left the club, I can understand people going, "Well, fuck you, then you little prima donna, piss off." But he should be playing fullback for the Panthers right now. Wonga Blake should be playing centre for the Panthers right now. And they fucked up two very very talented players because. The moment DWZ's gone to the dogs, and they were always going to do this, they should be called the Canterbury Dead Rubbers. They fucking make a killing out of rounds 20 to 26. Not and it's worth, it's worth touching on this point that actually came up on the Supercoach forum that um, Haydos and Oslog brought up. Is, as a coach, mm. when, do you, when do you take the foot off the accelerator and start blooding new players for next year? Or... Then there's the other theory, you just do a Dean Pay and just play well and keep the job for indefinitely by playing really well at the end of the season. 
Well, does that you are no? But I guess it's a two-part question. The, the well, what about the first one? one? What's ah. more important, winning or blooding youngsters once you're out? Because I reckon winning. Well, winning's more important to a coach, but for a club, blooding youngsters is. Once you're but gone, I right? guess winning also brings revenue. To, to I, I think the difference between revenue, winning those games. In the last five weeks, the, the fans aren't going because they know that you have no hope. So you're going to get a rotten crowd anyway, even if you string together three in a row. You're not going to be able to do too much difference from a revenue perspective, I don't think. But it's yeah, like to I'm blood like um, merch. Blooding youngsters is. Is it? Is it? Is it thing? all it's cracked out to be like? Nah. The other thing about bringing up youngsters is you don't want to, you don't want to show them off too early, like. There's real value in bringing a youngster in in round four and just just surprising a team. But if you bring them in in round 22 and dead rubber, like then next year round four, the team's going to know how to defend them and shit. Yeah, maybe. I mean, is, is a player better off that he gets experience from first grade sooner well, or better? Or do you just see what he's got? I don't want to have to go back to the Blake Green story. He was a young um, uh, prodigy and they mm. blooded him too early. So how? he can win a player. How early did he get thrown out? Because I don't remember him being a Maybe. good player. Maybe. Really? Well, he had big names on like um He was like the David Fafita of uh, that generation. <clears throat> Turn it up. David Fafita of that generation. No, as a 5'8". He was the um, captain of the Australian schoolboys team, though. Exactly. So you don't, you're, not, you're not a shit footballer by doing that, are you? No. Fuck, I went in a rabbit hole the other day. I, some, I might have been... I don't know what I did. I think I had a couple of beers... And I just started looking at old Australian schoolboys team photos. Oh, make me. And fuck me. You just like, you go back to like 2010. And then I, what I was doing is I was just looking at the photos but not looking at the names. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah, test yeah. myself. And just some amazing players and some amazing Kiwis because the schoolboys are always full of Kiwis that come over to like Kibra Park and stuff. And then you don't have to pledge if you play for Australian schoolboys. But geez, there was a there was a time when like Kenny Dow, Foran, Jared Beal, there was just like half of the Kiwi team were in some of those. Um, Quote to Powell. Um, yeah. Anyway, what I like I like seeing the guy that in a team like that, and you see a guy like called Sean Costello, mm. and you're like, what the fuck? Like, and he was like the star of the team. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck happened to him? Was it drugs or like a serious injury? Just because I mean. It. You almost at that level. If you've got an Australian schoolboys, you're obviously fucking good. You're amazing. It's yeah. basically you to fuck it up, right? Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of names like that that don't make it. It's the junior ruse are the ones where, like, pretty much everyone plays first grade. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you. I reckon you're almost guaranteed to play a handful of first grade games. Yeah. Um, you still get you know four or five junior Kiwis that never quite make it. Um, that yeah, hello. King Yakaloa, um, Curtis Rowe. No, he uh, played first grade, didn't he? Mavave. No, Curtis Rowe plays... Played. Uh, yeah, Curtis Rowe plays with Burley Beers, quite. He was fullback for the Tigers. That's right, you're right. So he did play a couple of games, maybe one game of grade, I think. Yeah, he was like when Tedesco did his knee, he played the rest of that season. Not that, I think he only played one game of first grade. Curtis Rowe. No, he played a bit and played a bit on the wing too. Did he? Okay, well. Not to be confused with Curtis Blow the early rapper from the 1980s sang that song Basketball. Curtis Rona. Or Curtis Rona. 
Okay, I'm going to Wikipedia, right? Curtis wrote, over under four and a half games. First grade games. Over, it's eight. Fuck, yep. Um, he probably would be playing for Billy Bears now, I imagine. He is, yep. I've watched him the other day. Jeez, not old. He's 25. I know, it sounds like, I remember 2014 seemed, fuck, that's, what a way to live your life. Like playing first grade as a twenty-year-old and then having to turn up week in week out at, out at Pizzy Park in Burley in front of about four hundred people. Gee whiz, um, Mary McGregor. I have a few Dragons fans in my life. Well, one really. He has to go from that club, doesn't he? There's just oh, no. McClintock. He's a Dragons fan, isn't he? Yeah, cool. two. Yeah, quote two. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no era of hope around McGregor. You know what you're going to do. You've seen peak McGregor. You've seen bad McGregor. There's not much difference. Where do you Ball go? You've got. Go. Oh, I've heard them, and, and I think this would be brilliant. And um, I actually heard that uh, the aforementioned Mike McClintock, as you said, he was chatting to Jeff Tuvey the other day, and he was saying, well, why don't you catch the Dragons? And Tuvey reckons that he doesn't play politics with the coaching and all the player agents and all that bullshit. And he goes, oh, yeah. they won't, they won't pick me because I don't, I don't have mates in the media, or I don't work the media, blah, you know, like your, yeah, yeah. your Brad Arthur's and your Paul Crawley's and Paul Kent and Rick yeah, Stewart, yeah, yeah. they work the media. And he goes, if I'd love to coach, you know, if they want me, they'll pick me. But um, you know, he's basically happy doing what he's doing. Jeff Tuvey would be brilliant for the Dragons. I want Tuves back in the game. Oh, so do I. I mean, I was, I wanted him probably before. Um, Dizzy to get the the Eagles gig, um, yeah. I, I really, I really, and, and he's a bit of a he's a bit of a unit on that bloody um, controversy corner. Okay, I, I I love him on that controversy corner. All right, what I'm going to do? No, that's what I mean. He's a real unit. Like tells it how he sees it. He's brilliant. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to give you the Warriors, the Dogs, the Dragons, and the Cowboys. Okay. Yep. And you've got to you've got to put all these new coaches in new places, and one one of them's going to miss out because I'm going to throw in Tuvi as well. Okay, so we've got Stephen Kearney, Dean Pay, Mary McGregor, and Paul Green, who I reckon is under the radar shit. He won a title because he had a, a great team, but I actually don't think there's many people that will go out there and say that Paul Green's a great coach. So what I'd go, I'd go Tuvi to Warriors, Kearney oh. to Dragons. Oh. And green to Cowboys. I think you'd get some great results. Well, hang on, pay. You, you can't keep pay at the um, dogs. Oh, okay. Now get rid of him and then put um, green at uh, the dogs. Green at the dogs. And then who's at Cowboys then? Pay. Yeah, Mary's okay. gone. Just, yeah. Happy with that. Nathan Brown. Does he keep his job? Well, who have they got this week? Tigers. They're going to win that. At um, Campbelltown. Correct. Oh, they are going to win that, I reckon. Do you know what's going to really fuck me off? If the Knights win three on the trot and they finish on 26 points and they make the eight and Nathan Brown keeps his job. I mean, you want Rick Stone back, do you? Uh, Mate, there's not enough coaches out there. Mm. Yeah, a dime a dozen. Do you know what about Michael Hagan? He comes back to his knights. I'd like that, or even bringing back um, David Waite. 
Mm, the old Englishman. Quite. No, he wasn't an Englishman. He was Aussie, but he coached England. Coached English. Good call. Yeah. Um, and then who was the guy, the Pom, or oh, Malcolm Riley? Malcolm Riley. That's what I'm getting confused with. based Yes. The super coach. Penta. Didn't he die? He's not dead, is he? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, did I? Did you, did you end up watching that uh, Matty John's uh, podcast? No. With that guy, mate. Just watch it. It's fucking interesting, eh? I will. You know, Mel Roddy's still alive. Sorry, my apologies, he is too. Bloody hell. We've got we've done that a few times, haven't we? We've put people in early graves on the show. Yeah. That's what happens when you just we record for, for the listeners out there, we record once. I used to edit it. I used to sit in the bloody you know midnight after we've recorded the show, editing out little little bits and stuff. We were much Why? worse in the past. But now it's just one flowing conversation and I think Accidentally, I edited poorly last week, and there's a few people that enjoyed um, being behind the curtain last week, which is me yeah, talking. Did. And I, you know, as I've said, Harry, I think some of our listeners like the fact that you know we're not the most professional podcast, but they, you know, they it's it's quite soulful. Yeah, just one straight line conversation, no interruptions. Do you know that one of the venues that we're going to be um, pissing up discussing league? doing um, what mates do and they haven't seen each other for a while, is they actually have a podcast studio that you can book. Banter. No, the Esplanade in St Kilda. I've actually been here. They have a recording studio. But not for podcasting. You can book it. Fuck, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? So I'm thinking, based. I'm thinking we book it on Saturday. Yeah, no, I think we're going there on the Friday now. Well, do you think we can organise through Tavale, maybe a storm... Some st- ex-Storm player? Yeah, okay. Tavali, if you're out there, if you could get maybe... Uh, who's that? Rusty Bowden? Or uh, I, I want to set good. our sights a little higher. Cecil Avia? And I actually saw him in Fiji. He's a really? rugby coach now. Yeah, I was there in March, April. He was enormous. Wow. Right, as in fat, not muscly. You said it, not me. Um, okay. I want to set our sights a little higher. Storm, maybe Scott Hill? Oh, I love it. How many of them actually end up living in Melbourne when they retire? Okay, Dallas Johnson. I'm pretty sure I saw him running the drinks the other day. No, no, Ryan Hinchcliffe. Oh, I saw God. him running He's the drinks. He's actually good. Oh, I thought you were going to say Todd Lowry. I would have turned up. Hinchcliffe. That's a yeah, good he's... guess for, for, for us. Yeah, right, Tavali, Tavali. can you give, give me his number? Uh, or Ryan Hinchcliffe, if you're a listener, we'll um, turn you up the SB or give me a text on. Well, hang on. He's the trainer and the Storm play... And Sunday against oh, the Titans. Shit. I mean, for God's sake. He can't. We can't have him turn up to the Titans, piss crook. Bellyache will have him for breakfast. No, nah, but they, I mean, he could turn up piss crook. They'd still win, wouldn't they? How much did the, did the Storm... Okay. How much did the Storm win by? Do they... Does, does Bellamy... Because Bellamy's coming off a couple of average performances. Does he go, I want you cunts to fucking murder them? I could imagine, you know, that Alf Stewart, that um, Home and Away parody on... YouTube, how they do yep. that voiceover for Elf Stewart. Yeah, I reckon that's when no. Bellamy when Bellamy does his real like vile when he gets fired up. He says stuff like that. I want you to fucking murder these cunts. Like legitimately, he <coughs> wants do. Do you reckon he's the type of coach that he's like, right, boys, get a performance in thirty six nil, and then we'll rest everyone and just just don't rub it in. They're having a tough time, or he goes fucking put sixty on them. Because he's lost, um, he's lost. 
the loss last week, that's not good for the Titans. No. So they, ooh, no, there's no way they've got the <clears throat> they've got the modern prem signed up. So they win this, and technically they can still lose two, and the Bruce's win two. Nah, I mean it's not it's not just there yet, but um, the Storm got found out against the Raiders, and I think that the Raiders not found out. I mean, well, the, the, this is put it in the put it in perspective. When the Raiders had 13 men on the field, they won that game 22-6. Yep. And I think that the shape of the Raiders team, just the size of their forward pack, the size... Parley is a great player. There is no better front row footballer in this competition than Josh Papali. I love him. I think he's he's the key for Raiders going through to the top four in this comp. Another thing I love, I'll tell you what I love, and I want to see more of this, and, and the Warriors could be doing this a lot more. I love big outside backs, Polynesians, that as they get a little bit slower, changing their body shape and playing in the front row or second row. Soliola was a centre for years, and he, and he went to the second row, which is not an uncommon transformation. Centre's a second row, just moving yeah. in one. But they're moving into the forward, front row. Have you seen Sully Ollison's been playing prop? He's, he's a like, gazelle. He's gone to another level. And oh, it's man, the Ruben Wiki. Like, where is... I always thought... Now, tell me, is, is it just too much physical... Is it too much fitness and physicality for, say, Manu Vatavai? You know, when he was on his downside, just to go, right, play prop. Tell, yeah, tell I, me, what am I missing here? My... Uh, ticker... So, like, the ability to just get up and down, tackle. You'd have to be a lot fitter, wouldn't you, to play prop than wing? I think you would. I mean, one thing I have picked up about Kenmore Marlow, I reckon he's a really smart player. I think he's he's up there in the top three most improved players in the game. Maybe he got that last year, actually. He's past that most improved stage now. Now he's just fucking really good. Now it's Kenny Bromwich is holding the mental. Chance, Nick Al Klockstad. Fuck, he's good. Um, but okay, back to the Raiders and Storm. The Raiders are the real deal. Stu Pierce, are you listening to me, mate? We've been saying this since round four. You didn't oh, even fucking believe me. I've been saying this since round four. The Raiders are the real deal. Now, I think they have superseded Manly. They have superseded the Rabbitohs, who are in all sorts of trouble. And they are part of the three-man echelon of Roosters, Storm, and... I think there's a tier one, and I think they're part of it. I think they can genuinely win the competition. Wow. They've got... No, they've got BJ back, which means Cottridge goes to the wing. Cottridge is an out-and-out winger. He's getting no ball at the moment. Have you noticed that? No, I haven't. You haven't been watching the Raiders closely, have you? I couldn't watch it the other night. I had a 40th. Fuck. Oh, no, 40th is solid. I've got a lot of 40ths to look forward to. I mean, they're the yep. new weddings, aren't they? Mm, they are, unless you know, a few of our mates get caught and have to remarry to some Filipino bride. Fuck yeah. I mean, jeez, I hope I get a couple of those remarries in Southeast Asia. That would be <laughs> nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> How good would that be? Oof. Who are we looking at? Cranswick? <laughs> no way. Oh, I haven't really? seen Cranny for the first time in a number of years. Um, 
Man, okay, this, this rip through the round, eh? Manly did what they had to do Thursday night. They put a score on the Tigers. They'll do it again this week against the Eels. Oh, no, hang on. What are you talking about? Eels first. Eels dogs. No, no, I'm going through last week's game. Just want you to just give me your thoughts on um, the round that's just been. The Eels over the Titans. Fuck these Eels fans. I actually looked at the Daily Telegraph and went back, and they, they actually have allocated writers that write about clubs for Western Sydney clubs. Yeah. So they have this one lady who writes all the Eels stories, and then they have, you know, like Paul Crawley will write about one club, and Bulldog Richie always writes about the dogs, blah, blah, blah. Prozonesco, Adrian Prozonesco used to always write about the Eels. It's just they just serve up utter shit week in, week out. They did a story about the Eels thinking that they can win the comp. And they're going to be one of the first teams since blah, blah, Gosh. blah. To, it's just ridiculous. Like, they, they haven't got a hope in hell. They're the worst sixth-place team I can remember in a long time. Correct. Broncos beating the Panthers is a bit of a surprise. Um, yeah, but the Broncos, they've got a good forward pack, don't they? They do. That, and that... fuck, I like, to be honest, as I've said, they're doing... They're on the eight, and they've got fucking Darius Boyd playing six. Imagine if they yeah. just subbed him out for like a third grade number Sam six. Williams. They'd actually probably be top four. Imagine if Sam Williams is there. Exactly. At least he'd tackle. What about the Peyton Haas try? Yeah, very good, mate. Why don't you go off about it? It's the best individual four try of the season. Probably is, yeah. Um, the David Still doesn't mean he'll make the Australian team. Pardon? Still doesn't mean he'll make the Australian team. Haas? Yeah. He'll shit it. Do you reckon? Absolutely. Yeah, he might be right, damn it. Um, you've obviously got... Well, it depends if Papali plays as Samoa or not. Oh, God, I'd love him to play Jez, I said the other day. We didn't make the Aussie team... He played in the World Cup, I think, for Samoa. Yep, he did. Did he? Yeah. Um, Knights thrashed the Cowboys... Raiders over. It's just that's just disappointing from Green how his teams just lie over when Brown Jesus isn't playing. Oh, so Brown Jesus pulled out, did he? Yeah. Well, he got suspended. No, nah, it was injury based. Pulled uh, out. Um, fuck, Rabbitohs fans. Let's quickly touch on them. They got they lost a game fourteen six to the Dogs. The Dogs. Jeez, that they. Oh. This is the most enjoyable dog side I can I can say that, and I reckon a decade. Yeah, just like some of their players. Who? Lachlan Lewis is all right. Yeah, yeah, I like Chris Smith too. He's a favourite of mine. Was he? Did he? Was he? Did he? Was he the Chris Smith that played for the Roosters? No. Wasn't there Chris Smith at the Roosters lower grades last year? Mm, or the year before? You're not. Getting confused with Chris Flannery, are you? No, fucking, I'm not getting confused with Chris Flannery. <laughs> who, who do you think's the modern day comp of Chris Flannery? I've got a guy on my head. Uh, modern day, I'm thinking Momorowski? Nah, Ryan Madison. No, no, sorry, I mean uh, Madison. Ryan Madison. Was he in your head? Yeah. Won't make yeah. me. Um, the Rabbitohs, four or five weeks ago, I said to you, I said to them, they'd win the thing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here with you. They've got major holes. Major, major You know what the issue is? It's fucking Damien Cook's being shut down. He was like the attack. Cody Walker. 
Yeah, but Bakudabu was on the back of um, front football from... Uh, True. Damien Cook. Cook. I still think that with Wayne Bennett coaching them, if they can get AJ Johnson back... Um, what's his first name? Alex. Alex Johnson. If they can get Alex Johnson back, and Bennett's going to have them hissing, but they're not going to finish in the top four. So... Who usurps them? Not so, the Eels. Oh, Manly do. Oh, yeah, Manly make me. It's out of Manly and Canberra, but it's going to be Canberra over Manly. And dare I say it, whoever finishes eighth, which is not going to be a good team, okay, oh. if it's the Broncos finish eighth, or the Sharks, or the Panthers, they're going to get beaten by the Rabbitohs. And I still yep. think the Rabbitohs... Oof. I'm not willing to write them off yet. Nah, let's give them a couple more rounds. Well, there's only three to go. Give them a couple more rounds, and so then they can have one more game, one more round before the finals. That Sunday night footy of that derby was just utterly uninspiring football from um, Cronulla. Yeah, it's Dragons, oh, I know. Uh, Other than Braden Hamlin, New Alley, there's not much to write home about him and Wade Graham. Matthew Moylan did a hamstring. I mean, he's the walking hamstring pull, isn't he? Yeah, the Uber drivers of Cronulla are probably uh, happy about that because he's using a lot of them to get around, though. Okay, so, holy hell. The only team that has a worse away record than the Cronulla Sharks is the Gold Coast Titans. Well, they do love playing at Celtic Field, don't they? They're seven and three at home, soon to be eight and three after they um, dispose of the um, the Warriors this coming Sunday. Yeah, now it's said that, isn't it? Mm, I'm not going to fucking watch the thing. I'll probably be I'll be a number of schooners deep, and Melbourne won't have it on the screen. Yeah, they will. No if chance. I'll yeah, make them put it on, or I'll you know threaten to bomb them. Yeah, we'll be at some swanky bar that doesn't have TVs though, probably. Why? You think? Do you really think Soup would take you to something a place like that? That's what I'm hearing. That's all getting into that podcast studio. Yeah, quite. Um, I think that's a real, real opportunity to interact with the punters. Um, what else do I want to say? So, looking ahead, okay. Eels, dogs. Just give, just give it to me just straight. Eels, dogs. Dogs. Same. The eels are a myth. I tell you what, though. If the eels had Blake Ferguson, I might feel slightly different. Yeah, I do like Blake, but I just the rest of the team are just plonkers. But listen to this though: if you go a back, a back five, right? Gutho, Sivo, Ferguson, Blake, and Takai Rangi. It's not bad. It's likable, other than Gutherson. If, if they didn't have Mitchell Moses in there, I may feel slightly different about them. It's just Moses. Mm, isn't and it? who's their other half? Dylan Brown. Oh, Brown. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I still nice young chap. Love him yet. Cowboys at home to the Panthers. Uh, <sighs> Pub game, fucking suicide. Panthers though. Yep. Broncos at home to the Rabbitohs without Jake Turpin and Tapia Pangai Jr. Broncos. Wow. Wayne Bennett going home over Seabold. He remembers this. I think the Rabbitohs put 20 points on them. Yeah, I hope you're right. I actually do. I hate the Broncos. I hate Seabold. 
Okay, Sharks beat the Warriors. Yep. Knights beat the Tigers at Campbelltown. Yep. Roosters put a cricket score on the Dragons. Yes. And the Storm put a cricket score on the Titans. So and then the worst Sunday Sunday footy. Still- hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. Sunday at 4 o'clock. GIO Stadium. Raiders Ooh. home to Manly. Fourth place, fifth. Right, that's the game of the round. Third place, fourth. Sorry. How good. Wow. That is unbelievable. That's, but it's a pretty shit round other than that. Um, good quick, weekend to have a, have a shindy. Definitely. Quick couple of points I wanted to mention. One, I read last week that the Rugby League Players Association are willing to um, look heavily at a trade window. We've been pumping Great that for news. a couple of years. That's brilliant news. Two, um, thoughts on an all-star game being pushed yeah. forward from one of not, our readers? We're, we're not, not that kind of game, are we? Not discuss that. No. When, when, when would that be? I mean, I, I don't mind no, the idea. Don't, don't, I, don't, I hate rugby league. You can play basketball, just nothing all-star games. Rugby league has to be competitive to be... I mean, so people just going to get injured. I, I think what we've got with uh, Māori v. the Indigenous it could become it's something... As good as you get. Big, it's as good as it gets. Um, three... Just want to thank again um, one of the listeners, George, for um, composing um, the up and out versus slide defence. Some brilliant um, correspondence through Twitter, through email, through some audio. Generally, um, a lot of pro slide um, people and, and the Roosters actually rode slide to, um, to the title <coughs> last year. Lots of people, lots of good, strong rugby league minds basically saying that a combination of both defences is used by a lot of teams at the moment. And Jamie, Lester, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Lester's correspondence on it was fantastic, having the, an international rugby league coach tell us how it's worked. And, and his, his general take was that um, up and in is a more aggressive style of defence versus slide is a little bit more passive. Yep. Um, and, you know, teams, especially on their line, his, his view was teams that on their line sliding... Um, you know, it is you are generally going to make a lower legs tackle, and often you know a centre might be able to sort of edge forward and get a try a little bit easier. Whereas up and in, at least you're jamming them and you're forcing them. But you know, dominant. And, and being more dominant. My take on it is that there is much higher margin of error in up and in defence, and and the payoff of a big hit isn't big enough for the risk of 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 you know. The howlers, and I think there's way less howlers than slide. Um, and all sliders, it's up and out anyway. You're still pressing forward and making a positive movement. So if I was You stop coach, people coming on the inside. Yeah. I mean, but then again, if it's a good attacking team and you're always pushing up and out, um, you know, there's teams that can change the angles on you. I think, you know, defensive frailties are going to get exposed and either pieces of brilliance are going to, you know, break the defensive line. But I think that... In my view, and, and analysing all of the respondents, I would be a predominantly a slide proponent. You? Correct. Yep. Nice. Um, anything else that you wanted to cover um, before uh, we No, because our kids crying at the door. You need to put them to bed based. All right. Well, we'll let you do that. Uh, we'll catch up with you in person, and you've got to love got to you. Love you, Lee. Jack who loves stray dogs 